0: team family squadron we're back with yet another episode of the landing pad with f- former Oregon duck golden door winner legend in the space adam clark he's got some uh some real zesty bars prepared and i truly cannot wait to get inside the mind of this uh 700k rep yeah no joke no it's not i can't wait to dive in as for right now welcome out to yet another episode of the landing pad
1: Hmm. Family.
0: Squadron. All that planet is gold.
2: Only shooting stars break the mold. Take a whip it into mission, let the birds fly. I get money, turn no vision through my third eye. Money! Yeah, bro. next kill it, watch me flip it like this fire guy. Flip it! I don't I like check out the ceiling, look at the blue sky. Super tech, I protect, check, yeah. We can sit on my neck. I don't regret, yeah. I'm betting I don't got to debt. You proud for you, Walter.
1: Brother Clark, welcome to the landing pad. It's good to be here, man. <laughs> it's good to have you. Happy to be
2: here. We were just saying, dude, a lot of the time, like, it, people join the grid. It takes a couple times, a couple summers to get into their belt before they make their way onto the pad. And you just got on here
1: quick. Dude, yeah. Uh, it was funny when we came, me and Bailey, when we came to the grit. Like, that was a huge thing for us was being on the landing pad. Yeah. Because him and I, ever since I've been in the industry, I've listened to the landing pad. I've listened to Drew Hansen. I've listened to Cody Olive, you guys. And, dude, it's been inspiring. Like, yeah. There's nuggets you can always pull from that. And I think a lot of listeners probably feel the same way with, like, the information you can get out of this podcast.
2: Yeah. And and we're, we're super excited. Obviously, the bigger we've gotten, the more talent we're able to bring to the to the rookery, which soon will be actually our building, hopefully in the next Next month or so, but dude, we are super excited to have you on. But dude, Adam, a lot of people they just saw your name pop up. They didn't know you. You're not an OG grit guy, mm-hmm. dude. Talk, talk. Yeah. Where are you from? What do you do? Who is Adam Clark?
1: Yeah, dude. Uh, well, I've been in the space for a while, so I am. I am a salty dog. I like. To, I, I think so. Okay, um, I love that. But, uh, started in 2020, technically with like pest control sales. Where are you from originally, uh, though? Twin what? Falls, Twin Falls, Idaho. Okay, so a little bit more north of here. Um, went to school, as Easton said, University of Oregon. Go Ducks. Let's go Ducks. Come on. Um, <laughs> big game this weekend. Big, big game, game this weekend. Big game this weekend. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I uh, went to school in Oregon and started a college pro painter's franchise. Mm-hmm. It, it's like of Pro. It's basically like running a painting franchise. And you do some door-to-door with that as well. So I had a little bit of experience with that and then transitioned to door-to-door pest control 2020. Uh, How how did you get into the space?
2: In in Oregon?
1: No, I had a buddy that was really good friends with my brother in high school. That's how it always goes, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone's best friend is friends with someone and they recruit you. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, my brother's really good friend in high school recruited me to the company that I worked at my first three years, Anthem Pest Control. And that's kind of how I got into the space. It was weird at first, right? It didn't sound normal, like door-to-door pest control. Like, what is this? Like, yeah, it, it was a it was a different different vibe for sure. Um, But I'm grateful to be here in this space, dude. Love that, dude. For sure. So,
2: were you? So you blaze the trail. I'll go over your stats real fast, right? Super quick. Started in 2020. Mm-hmm. So this is interesting. I didn't even know this about you. 400 accounts, mm-hmm. 240k. 2021, 400 accounts, 247k. 2022, 400 <laughs> accounts. 267k 2023, first year with the grit, 525 accounts over 700k. Dude, that is wild. Actually, did was it right? Like, was it 400? Was like the goal going in every year,
1: or no? How, how, so, um, it, it, it looks like that, it's pretty even. Um, my rookie year was exactly 400 accounts because my goal was uh, uh, six figures. I want to make six figures as a rookie, yeah, uh, and I didn't know anything about the space. Uh, at all I was coming from like an outside perspective door to door and that's a lofty goal for a rookie yeah. to, to make in their first year. Um, but that's what I set out to make and then the 400 counts just happened to be at that uh, interesting goal. Um, and then the next two years, it was great. The uh, the numbers are good for people, but like there was a plateau for sure and it wasn't really what I was hoping for. Those weren't my goals those next two and three years. Uh, it was definitely way higher, but I still just kind of stayed there. There wasn't the growth that I was hoping for. And then fast forward to the grit. I had the growth I wanted to have. Um, and there's a lot of factors to that. And I'm sure we're going to dive into that. But there's multiple different factors that went into that. Uh, where, where were you in the company uh,
2: number-wise the last couple of years of 400 accounts with your previous company?
1: Um, I want to say my rookie year, I was actually like three or four. Okay. Um, and then my second and third year, top five. Um most years, every year actually out there at the Grit or at the at the, the Anthem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, top five. And then coming to the Grit, like I didn't have a goal to be like top five, top ten, even Golden Door. Like that wasn't the goal. The goal was I want to make some, I want to ruffle some feathers. I want to yeah. stir up some pots. So the goal was to do all the revenue I've done at Anthem in one year at the Grit. And... <laughs> I'll The numbers the notes aren't quite accurate yet because it's pending because I got two more weeks to go out and uh, put some more numbers up But it'll be all the revenue i've done in door-to-door my first year at the grit
2: That you did in the first three year. Holy yeah, love it. I love it. I love it. I love it I love it And I it's funny
1: because it. I talked to Ethan about this before the summer in his townhouse We had this conversation. We we're talking about
2: first of all a lot goals. of good stuff happens in the townhouse. Yeah, it's where the magic happens Great vibes <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: great vibes <laughs> where all the magic the time. Happens. But uh but yeah, it is just cool to like to be here. It doesn't even feel real, honestly. It yeah, really I love
0: that. Adam, this is I'm so curious uh and I love having guests on that we've never had before cuz So good. I love the salty dogs. We, we uh we just recorded Chuck's episode and it's unreal. But uh I love hearing things for the first time. Walk us through not just the decision-making process of like what was going into your decision to switch companies, put yourself in a different environment, but what all went into the decision-making process as you were committing yourself to do this massive thing, which is go and sell, you know, some version of 740
1: or 50K. (laughs) Well, dude, it's crazy, right? Uh, At my last company, I didn't think a golden door was possible for, for someone like me. Because uh, at my last company, that was a thousand accounts. There was no revenue getting you there. I mean, it was definitely a thousand uh, account number, and that's just a lot of accounts. I just never thought that was possible. Fast forward to the grit. Um, once I signed on with the grit, I didn't even think I was going to sign on. Uh, I, I was super hesitant. I was like, I'm not going to sign on. I'm going to take a meeting. I'm going to hear this out. You know, a week later, I was signed on to the grit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That works. But I think the biggest thing is just seeing all the people that do it. It's not just one or two guys like oh that's just that's just those top guys just that, Bobby that, and Joe. That's not like us. We're we're the average people at The Grit. There's there's so many different examples of people killing it. There's a guy who's done it for 5 years and gets a golden Bear. There's a guy that comes out as a what was it, 16 17, 17 year, year old rookie, rookie. does a golden door. Like there's whoever you are, you can pick someone and you can find someone that you can kind of latch onto and have the same results and success if you want to. Like, it's there if you want it. You just have to plug yourself into the right system to get there.
0: Who would you say, uh, in your experience here, who would you say you've latched onto and how have they affected your results
1: this year? Oh, dude, that's so easy. Uh, like, Zach Seeger and Drew Hansen for sure. I mean, I've listened to Drew Hansen since I was a rookie at Anthem. And I remember talking about numbers that the grit was putting up, even in recent years. Uh, that people in my own company were saying, that's not, that's not possible. That's fake. It's not real <laughs> uh, because it doesn't seem real. Honestly, it really doesn't until you get here. Um, but I think with Zach, a guy like him, dude, when he said he was going to do a double golden door, I was like, that's crazy. And then before the summer, he texted me and Bailey, cause we were running the office with him. And he said, well, boys, goals have changed. We got to do 1.5 million. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <That's really psycho. laughs>
1: and we didn't even second guess it. Right. Like we were like, All right, yeah, he's gonna do it, because everyone at the grit is a man or woman of their word. There's people out there still knocking. It's what September, twenty first, twenty first, <laughs> and they're out there, and they're still making it happen. Um, so yeah, for sure, Zach and Drew, like absolutely, those guys have been incredible along this journey. Dude, my biggest
2: thing, I love, I love being. I, I think that this is probably our biggest tool in recruiting, dude. Back, back when I was with Aptiv, back in the, there was one guy that did a thousand. It was Brigham Lindsey. And right, and like, dude, he's a dog. Do- I got nothing bad to say about that guy. But to this point, dude, when I was 21 years old, fresh off my mission, that was the guy that was selling a thousand. He's like 35, whatever mm. he was. Like, he's a dog, dude. I mean, I lo- that guy's got the story of stories. We'll probably have him on this year. I'd love to. Um, but dude, I-, I can't relate to that. Mm. I'm-, I'm not Brigham Lindsay, dude. I'm not no. a 30, 35 year old guy. That's just a dog. Hard as nails. But what's so cool about the grit, dude, we should, I actually think, hand of the Bible, I think we're going to have 35 Golden Doors this year. 35. Dude, you can come pick one, and like what you just said, latch onto them, try to keep up with them, and if you can keep up with them, you'll be a Golden Door. And dude, nothing's Mm -hmm. different. What's so crazy is Adam came here, he plugged, you plugged in, and look what you did. You know what I mean? Like, and I just love that recruiting thing. Like, yeah, you don't have to be a thirty-five-year-old dog. Come be a seventeen-year-old. Call it high school kid, and mm-hmm. you can do it. What What do you think about the summer? Most surprised you of your experience with the grit?
1: Honestly, it was, uh, dude. It was the intensity of the leadership. Uh, I was expecting ever. I was expecting the intensity to be different as a whole, uh, just because of what I've seen from the outside. Yeah. But <laughs> good or bad, <laughs> good or bad. But uh, at other companies, it's—I think it's kind of rare, honestly, from what I've seen—that the people above you are actually like proving themselves yeah. to to be in the positions they are. And I look at the grit and I look at you guys and the, in, the time you've put in. You know, I look at the time John's put in. All these guys, and I think, I think too many times people don't lead from the front, and that's exactly what. I don't think there was one manager that was running an office didn't lead from the front Whether it was their first year running it from what it looked like their second third fourth year Especially again back to Zach Seeker, shout out to the goat Uh, There wasn't one day where I wasn't unbelievably impressed by the guy like the leadership was insane It could have been pouring rain doesn't matter. He's sending videos Like barking like a dog like where my (laughs) boy's at where my boy's at and you know or it's it's eight o'clock and or nine o'clock or ten o'clock, and it's a throwdown Thursday, and he's three accounts behind you, and you're still worried if he's gonna beat you. Yeah, that's that's scary. That's scary from a from a rep's perspective. But like the leadership, like that was hands down. Watching someone who did double what I did, like we're talking about how cool it is what I did. Well, he did double that, more than yeah. double that. So me seeing that every day, I'm like, well, if he can do that, good lord, I can do at least half that. Like yeah. <laughs> I think I can do that. So it just gives you a lot more faith and belief because they're in there with you in the trenches doing it at the same time.
2: Dude, from an outside perspective, what would you say – and we'll ask Seeger this question, but he can never give us a straight answer because I don't actually think he knows. how. Having now – you sold with Seeger in his office. Mm-hmm. What makes Seeger Seeger? Dude, he – What like, makes him so
1: good? It's a multitude of things. I think it's like – You got to look at his whole life. I don't think it's just like one or two things that led up to it. I think it's a lot of things have led up to it. And he just, he he has that winning. He wants to win, dude, no matter what it is. Like, that's what it is. We could be playing lightning before the morning (laughs) meeting. He's not good. He's not. (laughs) Sorry, Zach. I love you. But dude, you're not good at (laughs) basketball. But, uh, but dude, he wants to win and he loves his people like more than anything. Like he would do anything for any of us. More things we can get into later. But uh, the guy's a dog, and he would run through a wall for us. And I think to him, winning means something different than it means to most people, honestly. I think that's the biggest thing, for sure.
0: Adam, since you've plugged in here, and obviously the the results have been amazing, and and from what it sounds like, the experience has been amazing. But I I think most people's development starts in the same place. And I think people end up plugging into the culture, and they end up adjusting – not just like their sales habits, they start adjusting like the way that they interface with just life and people and work and goals and failure and, and all of it. It really is like a total paradigm shift as you plug in here. In what ways have you seen yourself just as a human being develop the most since you started working with these guys?
1: Yeah, I'm so I'm so happy you asked that. Uh, Cause I, I thought about that a lot like, I'm so much happier. Uh, like everything is so much better. Um, you know, my girlfriend, shout out Sonia, beautiful Sonia. Um
2: record, Seager did say, he's like, something about Adam, because I called him, like, what about Adam? He's like, well, I know he loves his girlfriend. <laughs> so <they're, laughs> Good guy. Good guy.
1: That is true, very true. Um, but w- I was talking to her about this, and th- that's the coolest part about The Grid. It's not just a bunch of guys doing a bunch of sales numbers, and then the rest of the year, they're just the worst human beings on the planet. Like, they're actually really good guys, too. Like, really good humans. And it's not just in a financial category or spiritual or physical or any aspect. It's just as a whole, like it's just good people to be around. And I think that's really rare in this industry. Like it's a very dude, don't take a meeting with someone because that just shows you don't trust us. Oh, like there's just all this like lies and deceit and it just, it's sad to see. Um, But that's why I like the grit is they're putting a, you know, we're putting a change to that. It's different now we're putting so much more clarity to the industry, standardize everything, all the good stuff. But I think the biggest thing dude is like, it makes you want to be a better person in all categories. Like I want to be a better uh, man to my girlfriend. Like I want to be a better son to my parents. Like just all, all categories. Like that's why I like the, great. that's why Zach is a great leader. Like it's not just the sales he showed. A lot of it was everything else he showed as well, which I think is rare in a job like this with really young individuals. Like keep in mind, these guys we're talking about are like 25, 26, yeah, young, young, like <laughs> young men, boys kind of <laughs> like yeah. they're, they're young, right? Like uh, it's rare to find any job, let alone a job with such young individuals.
2: Yeah. Well, I, I, I've got a question. We asked the same question to Chuck earlier on, dude. Like, so now this was your fourth time. You went through three summers. Where did you sell all three? summers? which uh, markets down South, baby, down I'll South all
1: Atlanta, Georgia,
2: all, all, all three years, Georgia, yeah. Georgia, Georgia.
1: Did some preseasons in Texas, but yeah, all Georgia.
2: Well, dude, like, after you've done three years, you get the job, Mm -hmm. right? You've done it now three years. You're clocking in and clocking out. 400 accounts, 400. Like, you know what you're doing. I would want to say, specific to this year, what do you feel like was the biggest, like, lightning or the biggest, you know, uh, light bulb moment for you? Like, a, a lesson learned from this year that was so different from the previous three years?
1: I think finally... I think there's two two big things. Number one, uh, systems and training. The Grit has incredible systems for everything. Whether it's recruiting, there's a system for it. Uh, having a meeting in the summer, there's a system for it. Most other companies, for the managers out there listening that are at other companies, you know that it's more like, okay, well, what am I going to do for the morning correlation? What mm-hmm. YouTube video am I going to look up to play at the morning <laughs> correlation? Like, what am I going to put Rise out there? Shine. You know, yeah, what what a hype am I going to give to the guys <laughs> and gals this morning? Um, but everything is structured. So surprisingly enough, in my fourth year, I learned more about actual sales than in my other past three years. Like I just I learned how to sell better. Like that that was actually a big factor. Not necessarily the script. The script's the same, right? Mm-hmm. and spiders, wasps, neighbors, bugs, doors, trucks, normal stuff, off, right? Uh, but actual sales skills, just tactics, right? And then the other half of that is going to be Calvin's training from last GPS. There's going to be you know, stuff that comes up, crap you don't want to deal with, but you just have to accept it. And I finally believe that it's not, you know, oh, that's Drew Hansen, that's Zach Seeger. It's like, I'm up there with those guys. There's no reason I can't. Um, and I wanted to prove that, that I can do just as much as anyone else can. There's no reason. There, there's These people are not vastly different than I am. Like, I'm so capable. Uh, so I think it was just self-belief, honestly. But that came from being around the right people because – I didn't have that same self-belief when I was at my other company. So self-belief can sometimes be there, but not be brought out unless you're around the right people. So being around the right people is huge.
0: Adam, I I guess as a follow-up question to that, I I don't want this to be overlooked. Selling 400 accounts as a rookie and then selling 400 year after year. (laughs)
2: That's a lot.
0: We're we're already talking about like a, a... a top performer in the industry, like four or 500 accounts plus, that's when you start getting into like the real elite category. In my opinion, like that's right around. Yeah, 400
2: accounts is no joke.
0: That's the mark. That means like you are selling, you're selling regularly, but there's not really any room for someone to sell like four or 500 accounts and not be working an excessive amount. And and so I guess to touch on the self-belief piece, obviously you had Mm self-belief and being around the right people brought out more self-belief how did you find not just that the sales trainings and the people elevated your self-belief? What were some of the routines and habits that you established during this golden door year, whether it's preseason or during the summer season, that allowed you to cultivate more and more belief to eventually be a
1: 700k rep? Uh yeah, so I'm a huge believer in the more hard things you do in life in general, but in the off-season, right, is going to make the summer easier. Uh, same thing with life. The more hard things you do, when hard things show up in life, it's it just makes it easier to overcome those. Uh, so, as corny as it is, cold plunges like every day, but not just that. Having someone that you're committed to doing that with. So Bailey Stanley, I know he'll be on the show at some point, and then Casper Block. Shout out Casper, great rookie crusher this year, dog, uh, absolutely crushed dog. it. Um, but those two guys, like man, we would we would wake up every day at seven a.m., pitch black outside we didn't want to and we'd get in the cold water every single day we'd go to the gym the three of us there were days I didn't want to do it there were days Bailey didn't want to do it or Casper but we were there together and we were lifting each other up so I think it goes down to I think you've talked about this Easton with the closest five people you surround yourself with you know that's what life's all about like you gotta look at every category of the person you're surrounding yourself with and if there's categories you don't like you probably shouldn't be around that person even if it's small, because it's gonna it's gonna bleed into you at some point. Um, so I think that habit was huge. And then also in the summer, just I- accepting it doesn't matter. My goal matters more. It could have been pouring down rain. I'm drenched. Well, in my prior years, I'd say oh, I'm gonna go to the car, get dry, turn the black, you know, heat heat the car up a little bit. I'll get dry. I'll go back out. I'll feel good. Oh. It'll stop raining soon. When I was out there in the summer in Jersey, it rained a lot. Yeah, <laughs> more than I wanted. It was just a choice of, it doesn't matter. My goal is more important than the rain. I'm wet. It doesn't matter. I'm going to go sell. It doesn't matter how I feel. It doesn't matter anything. I'm going to go get it done. Because uh, at the end of the day, moving to a company like this and being around these types of people, like you have to be so committed to your word. So just understanding, back to Calvin's training, nothing else matters. Like you just have to set on your goal and just go. You're going to run into crap. Just go. Um, so I think that was the biggest thing is just not letting anything stop me throughout the days. And That's the thing. You're talking about work ethic, right?
2: Dude, I, I, I mean, you could probably speak to it. How much harder, let's say your previous company, you worked five out of 10, seven out of 10 rivers. How much harder do you felt like you worked this last summer at the grit?
1: Well, dude, it's interesting a lot more. Um, really? Because my rookie year, dude, I, confidently speaking I was an animal like I worked Monday through Saturday there was no day off it was full day every single day people could be at the lake the whole team the whole company could not be working. I was working I had a goal. I didn't understand why people weren't working you're out there for five months make money. yeah but then something happened my second third year plateau like, a lot of people in this industry they have that happen. they hit a plateau and they don't hit what they want. So yeah at the grit I, I totally worked harder than my last you know my last year at my last company you know we'd hit five six o'clock we'd have a couple sales. You want to go to the range? You're chilling. You want to want to go want to go do something? Um, just because there was no one else pushing themselves, and all ships rise with the tide, right? Like that's why we have thirty plus golden doors this year. Um, so yeah, I, I think I definitely worked harder just because I wanted it more, and everyone else around me wanted it, so it just it made sense. I was
2: about to say, speak to how much easier it was. Because that's yeah. the thing, dude. Going, you were you are already talking about this, dude. Doing it by yourself is just hard. Right, and I I think that's why, right? Are year one at the grit uh, four Golden Doors? Or four? Yes. Four, 11, 14, 30. Dude, I I actually think there's a world with next year we have 50. Right, Maybe we don't. Maybe I'm putting my phone in my mouth. But, like, it totally could happen. Why? Dude, it's a four-minute mile, right? Like one person broke it, then three people. Then you know somebody that broke it, so you know that you're not any different than them. Mm -hmm. But, dude, speak to why it's so much easier to work hard here or harder here.
1: Yeah, dude, it's just because, like, you have so many people doing it with you. Like, no matter, and this is one thing I loved about The Grit is all the different, you know, chats you have in the summer, right? Yeah. See, so, whatever event, whatever competition, you're seeing guys throwing deals at 30, 10 o'clock, 10.30, 10.45. It gets graphic at some <laughs> points of the summer, dude. Like, we're seeing gas station sales. We're seeing grocery store sales. Uh, but, dude, just seeing that everyone's so bought in, Versus at other companies like I have I've have total respect for the top guys at smaller companies where there's like a drastic where it's like number one 600 500k number two or three 200k. Like yeah. I have respect for that guy That's hard to do that without people around you. That's a special person um, Not everyone's like that though. Not everyone can just be the the black sheep and just Do it no matter what everyone else is doing some people It really, and most people, honestly, right, it helps to have that environment to lift you up because everyone else wants it just as bad. I think, Eason, again, I refer back to you again. Uh, I think you said on the last podcast uh, that the intermission one, um, I think you mentioned how, uh, now I'm losing my train of thought, but about how. uh, Dude, life is,
0: it's something probably along these lines, maybe not stab in the dark it'll, it'll come to you <laughs> we'll, it'll see, come. we'll see we'll everything that adam is saying the common theme to me has been dude life is such a team sport yes it, yeah. life is yes. about every single other person mm-hmm. except you and besides you and if that's the paradigm and approach that you take like i truly believe that if you approach life as a team sport you will individually go further than you ever could have on your own and I think that's sales, and I think that's faith, and I think that's life, and I think that's relationships. I think it's all of it. Like, I don't think there's this partition between, like, this is my approach to sales, and this is my approach to life, and this is my approach to being a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a spouse. Or a disciple of Jesus Christ. You name it, fill in the blank. Ser- seriously, yeah. it, it really truly is about every single other person outside of yourself. And if you make life about the team, like very clearly adam did adam preseason was about his team of casper and bailey going to the gym and cold plunges and over the summer it was jersey and plugging in through the offseason it'll be the grid as a whole and his rela- all of a sudden it's like yeah he's changed as a person and all of a sudden it seems like wow i'm approaching this way more like a team sport than i yeah. ever have before and lo and behold 400 400 400 700 it's so interesting to see, like, wow, the moment that we started approaching this as a collective, as a group, as I lopped, I, I threw myself in with this group of people who I think is like-minded and who want the same things and who push for the same things and fight for their people. All of a sudden, oh, wow, this is a team that I fit I fit in and I belong here. The yeah. results speak for themselves. Dude, the grit, mm-hmm.
2: the more and more they sit down with guys... Like Adam, they'll sit down with Bailey, Zach Kinzel, guys that come over from other companies. Dude, the grit is almost like a, like a GTA, like a cheat code, right? It's like guys that want it, guys that want it, whether you did 200 accounts or 400 accounts, if you want it and you come to the grit, you're going to 2X. Like, drastically, you might 3X. Drastically, you might do more than you did your previous. But, like, dude, the grit, I like a whole. And there's not one person that can take credit for this. It's not one person. It's the team. But, dude, you come and you plug in. And if you're listening to this podcast, which I'm sure a lot of people that aren't worth the grit are listening to right now, dude, if you want it, come. Come, like, get access to the cheat code. It, we've had so many people at this point that are Dogs. At their previous company. Then they come here and it's just like, holy hell. Because it's true. I have so much respect for the guys. Like, I recruited 15 people and I sold 400 accounts at Joe's Pest Control. I'm like, holy hell. How did you do that? It's a huge undertaking. Like, where's your your guys' building? Oh, no, I'm giving 50 bucks a week to recruit at lunches. It's like, in this climate, you don't have a building. You don't have, like, the jazz partnership. You don't have the numbers. You don't have the stats. You don't have any of that stuff. And you still got... Fifteen guys and you sold four hundred accounts. It's, it's it's wildly impressive. Those people, I'm just like, come, like please come, like let us let us make this hill. Now, you're not going up the same hill. You're going up a way bigger hill, but it's going to be so much. Maybe it's not easier, but it's so much more doable, right? Like like for you, you did seven hundred k, which your biggest number for that was two sixty seven. Would you say that it was harder? It's like
1: I don't know. Was it was it like drastically harder? I mean, maybe a little bit, yeah. just because, you know, you worked a, a little bit more strictly on those Saturdays, but at the end of the day, it wasn't necessarily the, the work ethic that was, like, drastically harder, but again, it's, you know, the environment, the culture, the people you're around, Yeah. and to speak to everyone who's listening to this, take a meeting, like, we'll keep it, we'll, we'll keep it secret, we won't tell your manager. <laughs> yeah, DM <laughs> but, Adam Clark. No, but I'm serious, because at, at this point, and I'm going to be way vocal about this this whole off season, but there's too many like young kids or even people in their late twenties who are afraid of their company. They're afraid to go take a different step. They're afraid it's ridiculous and it's door to door just so everyone knows is it's listening. It's door to door that it does this. Like there's no, these things that you're being held by with your other company, non-competes, all these things that are out there, they don't exist in other realms. Like a job can't stop you from working guys if where you're at and this is a hot take but if where you're at if your manager leader whoever above you is shunning you away from taking a meeting because they think that you are disrespecting the company or you are not faithful to the company i would seriously take a look at where you're at cuz your best interest is not like it's not it's not there um and I can say that from experience because I turned down a meeting with probably one of the most successful CEOs in the door to door space because I felt bad that it was my fault for doing that. So to everyone out there, like just I, take I, a meeting. I remember
2: when you canceled on me for that meeting.
1: Full circle though. I'm here, baby. I'm I'm here. That's all that matters. Um, no, but for real, like just take a meeting. Like we've talked about it all the time, but at the end of the day, the worst thing that happens is you walk away having more information about the company that your company is probably throwing shade at. That's not possible. Just come hear it out. I mean, as of January of, you know, 2024, we're going to have three years, right? Of verified stats. Yeah. No other company has one year from what I know of so far. Um, Just look into it. Cause at the end of the day, if you're selling pest control, if you're selling, if you're in the door to door space, there's a really good chance that grit has a better option for you and a better future for you. Um, but you just take, it. just take the meeting, like, good Lord. You know, like, just, <laughs> just take, the, just take the damn meeting. It's, it's not the worst thing, right? Like I was so against taking a meeting more than anyone. Like I was like, this sounds good. I'm going to go out for the summer though. I already committed. This sounds cool.
2: It's September.
1: I already committed hit for me, the next year. Hit me up <laughs> next August. I'll be ready to go. That just sounds stupid now that we're backing <laughs> it. But at the end of the day, like, it made – there was no way it couldn't make sense. right? Yeah. And that's not just a sales tactic. That's not just anything. That's literally, hey, we want this to work for you. And if it works for you, we're going to show you. And if it doesn't, we're also going to show you. Like, it may not work for you. but. I love,
0: I love it. I love it. It's just – it's so clear that this is someone like – speaking so fervently from like, this is like rough. This is personal. Yeah. yeah <laughs> To shout, shout out Dion, even though he's the enemy this weekend, it's personal. yeah Adam to wrap up, this is a question that, that we're asking most of our guests. And I, and I would love to hear your insights on it. What
1: is grit to you? Dude, grit to me is it's something so much bigger than pest control or solar sales or or any of those things, um, dude, it's, it's family. It's a bigger purpose. It's a bigger vision. It's like we always talk about, it's impact, right? Like that's what the grit is, is impact. And there really isn't a better place to be right now in the door to door space than the grit. And yeah, the grit to me, it means impact because my life is forever changed being here. Just like starting to the door to door space changes a lot of people's lives. I'm having that same rookie feeling again of like, holy crap, is this real? Like, need to see those back end checks when they start rolling in. But it's like next week. It Greg. doesn't even. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it just it's cool. Like you get that the, the butterflies in your stomach. You're like, you feel like you have that sense of purpose, the passion. You're ready to go. Um, and this off season is going to get
0: aggressive.
1: <laughs> what <Okay>. a
2: blessing! <laughs> you just, you can't end it any better than that. You get out of dude. We are so happy to have had you on, dude. I think that this has been great for people looking to switch, people looking to level up, people just everybody, dude. So thank you for coming on landing pad, dude. It was a long time overdue. Three years overdue. But hey, welcome to the great. Welcome to Landing Pad, baby. Easton. And as for another episode, we out.